0: Hear what they've done to get there and where they want to go now. Settle back. It's time for a bit of inspiration and advice. Come listen to today's Discovered Wordsmith.
1: All right. Welcome to Discovered Wordsmiths. I'm very excited. I've been waiting to get this episode live and out to everyone for a couple months. Uh, Like I said uh, last week, I've got so many backed up uh, in the queue that it takes a while to get them all out. And I apologize to all the authors. I know they are anxious to get their books out and I'm doing them uh, in the order they've been recorded and come through. So trying to be fair to everybody, but I also... uh, I only have so much time that I can spend each week. So this week, I'm very excited to present Avian Shaw. Uh, he is a young writer that wrote a book uh, in school and has released it for all his classmates to enjoy it. And everybody else, you can get this book. I'll have a link in the show notes, like always. And I want to emphasize that, that every time you listen to a podcast, I have links to their book. So if it sounds interesting, check it out. These authors uh are doing this for their own uh marketing and a lot of times it's one of their first podcasts so they may be a little nervous but they could use the support and today uh he is very young and it would probably be wonderful if he would sell a couple books through this and help encourage him so everybody uh go take a look at the book okay uh to make it a bonus he is donating his money to charity, mostly his school and the American Heart Association. So he's a young author. He's still learning his craft, but he's already thinking, you know, community and those outside of himself. So I think this young man has a, a very good career ahead of him and he has options now. I love that. So I, this, this was a special episode for me. I'm very glad he was uh, willing to get on his mother and father. Uh, We talked and contacted, and it went so well. They also are going to be on the author panel that I am going to be doing uh, the weekend of Labor Day. So I look forward to meeting them in person, enjoying some time with them, and it'll be such a fun author talk that we're doing. Uh, On this panel, I've got Adyen, who, and if I'm so sorry about mispronouncing your name, (laughs) but he's going to be on. He's ten. I've got uh, Ian Douglas, uh, Bill Keith, who writes as Ian Douglas. And I've got uh, um, another lady who does memoirs and um, uh, uh, poetry. Uh, I do middle grade. I've got a librarian coming on there. So I'm very excited. It's like a month and a half away. Uh, It's just going to be a really exciting uh, time. And it starts right now with this episode. So please give it a listen. Let's support this young man. And all the authors that are on here, all of them, write some amazing books and want you to check them out. So today on Discover Wordsmiths, I have a very special guest. This is Avian, and he is 10 years old right now, but wrote his first book when he was six. Avian, how are you doing today?
2: I think I was like eight or something. Oh, you were
1: eight. Okay, so you were eight still. There's a lot of people my age that are trying to get one book published. And with them is his mom, Monica. So welcome, you guys, to Discover Wordsmiths. How's everything going today?
3: Going good. good. And thanks for inviting us for podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I think
1: this is great. One of the things I like to do is highlight young people and kids doing these types of things because I know there are parents out there who don't understand that kids can do this stuff in today's world. And I think we limit our kids sometimes because the parents don't understand what all can be done. So I think this is great. So, Avian, you're 10 years old now, correct? So I assume writing books is not your full-time job. What are some things you like to do besides write? The first thing that I don't have a full-time job. You don't? Not next year. You're getting one next year, I think?
2: I don't
1: know. Okay. All right. So what what do you...
2: I like reading and I like space and like mysteries, space mysteries, that kind of thing. Nice. And I do also, I play piano and ta- I do Taekwondo since five years both.
1: Wow. So you're busy. Well Yeah. I, taekwondo, I have a cousin who did Taekwondo. I did a style of martial arts called Kukso wan. It's Korean. So oh. I, I love martial arts. I think that's great. My kids both did it for many years oh. when they were your age. So we'll talk about some of the things you like to read, but you play music and martial arts. And you. so I think that's great. Active kid. That's wonderful. Yeah.
2: I, I also like basketball.
1: Oh, nice. Uh, are you basketball. tall enough to play basketball? Because I wasn't.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> nice. He's, he's quite tall
3: for his age.
1: Good. Yeah. Hopefully you'll stay that way because I played a little basketball in sixth grade. And by the time I was in eighth grade, everybody else had grown and I hadn't. So I stopped playing basketball. (laughs) Avian, you wrote a book called True or False a couple years ago and you wanted to donate the money to charity. First of all, tell us why did what's what is the book about and why did you want to write it? So the
2: book was actually a school project my teacher like my gifted teacher she had this project like for me and my friend who was also in gifted to write this book and then she gave a couple of genres to get us started let's say like non-fiction or fiction or realistic fiction like that true or false type non-fiction which I selected and then there's app called Book Creator, she gave me a, a this account for it. And Book Creator like helped me like make the book itself. And then for the publishing part, my parents like just got this idea for the publishing. And then they published it. And then we just decided that we would donate the uh, money to charity.
1: And what charity are you donating the money to?
2: So most of it went to my school. and nice. The other part of it went to the American Heart Association.
1: Nice. Good choices. It's always good to help out the schools. I love doing what I can to help schools
3: and education myself. So, so that's, it- that's what, like, Stephen, Weiss thought, because this whole book thing started with the book project. And so it came from the school. The whole thing started because of him being in the gifted class and doing the school project. So we thought, okay, what's the better idea? Like the school to start with the school, something what teaches us he's being in the school whole time and to start learning to give the community back. It's something school is the first priority to start with.
1: Nice. Yeah, I love that. And I love that your gifted program is pushing a little bit to do projects like that. My son, when he was first in the gifted program, the most they did was play the Blockus game, which I don't know if you're familiar with, but that was like what they pushed them at. And it was like not a whole lot. So I think it's great they're doing that. And it's great that your parents were involved because being a kid, it's hard to get published by yourself. You can't open the accounts that are needed to any other kids. And I like pushing this out and talking to other kids about kids that are writing, that is one thing you need parents for. And the parents get an education (laughs) learning how to publish because their kid did it. So tell us, what is the book about, Avian?
2: So the book is about, so my genre is like true or false and I picked the human body, like why I picked that, like I'm interested in like space and life and that kind of thing. I was already doing a space project that time. So I just, the human body and it's about the facts that you didn't like i didn't know like that kind of thing okay interesting facts about the human body and it's like a true or false type thing so first it's like true or false let's say the skin is an organ of the human body and then they have to readers have to guess like it's true or false and then on the next page it's like they give the answer like true it is and then some stuff about it nice and then the same thing I- I I love 11 facts or
1: something. oh okay 11 facts nice i love that because when i was a kid that's the type of book i would have read cover to cover several times so i think it's great that you're opening that up for lots of other kids. So what was it like coming up with all the true false questions and how did you do that?
2: So first I just typed like human body in the internet and it it was hard to come going to those websites where there's this interesting facts in it. Like most of them like had facts like I already knew and most people would know about that. So I I would get about one or two facts from each website that actually
1: has the interesting facts. Nice. Okay, good. Hey, in September at the RG, I'll introduce you to my son. We got to remember, you need to ask him his elephant story. He's got a really good elephant reading book story that I think you'll love. When I see you in September, we'll make sure and ask Colin that, okay?
2: Yeah.
1: All right. So. You wrote this book. Do you have any plans for another book?
2: Well, yeah, I've started. Nice. I I, I don't want to reveal what's it about.
1: Okay, <laughs> so, that's fair. So, it was
2: a surprise. so I've gotten like one fact or something down, like the Google slides where I made it.
1: Okay, so is this going to be another true-false or a different type that's of? It's
2: another true-false.
1: So it's like the sequel, book two. Well, true or false? Avian has a second book. False until he writes it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. What other Uh-oh. books out there that are that you can think of that are similar that you've read that maybe gave you inspiration to write this one? Is there anything else you've read similar?
2: The main thing I wanted, I selected just genres to try something new. Nice. I've seen other true/false things like true or false: a banana is purple. <laughs> like that kind of thing, so <laughs> I decided to make one for like my age kids.
1: Nice, yeah, and I love that the example you gave the about the skin because that's I, one
2: I have in my book.
1: Yeah, I guarantee there's a lot of people that don't know that fact. Yeah, so it, I think there's and it's great kids your age love knowledge and love to absorb it not necessarily school, but that's two different things. Gaining knowledge is different than schooling. So giving them something that they can read like this and pass on, who knows, maybe somebody someday will go on to Jeopardy and say, yeah, I read that in Avian's book back when I was in fifth grade. That would be cool. So what are your friends saying about your book?
2: I shared it with my class in second grade, I think I did. And then my teachers bought it to support me, and then they read it. Nice. Uh, my, my relatives, I think, bought it too. So they were all like, most of the facts my class didn't know. Like, the most people who knew, in fact, were that skin one. Sorry. That skin was <laughs> an organ one. That was the... When the, that was the fact that I had the most kids know it.
1: Okay. That's cool. Did you made this one about the human body and you don't want to give up what the other one's about what, but can you give us a clue as the topic of true false questions?
2: What I said earlier.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you have any intentions? You want to write some fiction, some uh, like space science fiction stories? That
2: kind of... I would rather write nonfiction sort of okay. things. Rather than like the fiction science fiction. I like reading science fiction and like that kind of thing.
1: There will be a gentleman at the author panel with us. His name is Bill Keith. And he writes under the name Ian Douglas. And everybody there knows him. We all know Bill. But he writes science fiction. And in fact, if you go to... Amazon and just look up Ian Douglas. You'll see all his books. And then he also wrote some like Battle Tech books. If you know what Battle Tech is, the fighting robot game. So he will be yeah. there and he would probably love to talk with you about writing science fiction space stuff.
2: So, yeah. so we published them on Amazon. And then like recently I just searched up my name on Google and then it just came like Walmart. And then I, I just went. Kind of, And then I saw that my book was also in Walmart
1: for some reason. How'd that feel? Good. (laughs) Yeah, it felt good. You felt like a superstar, didn't you?
2: Sort of. Yeah. Like Walmart, like without us publishing it on Walmart.
1: Because Amazon has an expanded distribution that they do for other stores. And just a little author secret. There's a lot of authors that look themselves up just so they can see how many stores yeah. their book is in. And they like to hit refresh. They'll sit there hitting refresh to see if they made any sales. That's a little author secret that many authors like to do. So. Wow. The yeah.
2: audience show popping up. Like, it was another person with the same name as me. Wow. I don't know what he did that made him appear in Google, but...
1: Hopefully he's he not like stealing things, and that he doesn't. You don't get mixed up with him. That's You're like same
2: a, age as me. Really? I think ten years old, eleven years old, something. That like is
1: that. crazy. That that's <laughs> oh, pretty that's cool. cool. <laughs> Maybe someday you can meet him. I've always wanted to meet one of the other people that was named the same as me, just to see that say I did it.
3: <laughs> so okay. I mean, he could sell. He could sell so far almost one hundred and fifty books.
1: Really? That's pretty yeah. good. Congratulations. Because most books only sell about 200 copies, is what the yeah. uh, quote unquote.
3: was right uh, like on the, that's been two years now. But I think in that first six, first three, four months itself, he could sell 150 books. And afterwards, as you said, like most seller cannot sell afterwards. So now it's like kind of it has stopped. Yeah. Uh, but that was the Just initial. Just like one yeah. or
2: two books in this year or something. Yeah. One time
1: in like two years ago, there was this huge buying thing that they. That's pretty cool. They might have done it for a school classroom or something. Yeah. Uh, or some event. Well, uh, Finish your second book and put that one out and I guarantee sales of the first book will pick up again that you'll make a few more based on someone by looking and finding the second one. It, it always happens. You get a few sales of the first book.
3: Yeah. And uh, it was for the charity, like the first book itself just was for charity. And so far we have told him like in future also for this particular book always will go towards the school charity, and some portion in the Heart Association. So we are making him, making sure as he grows, he know that one particular book is always for the charity. That one particular book will be always for charity, not just the initial years. Nice. I like that. And one of the things I
1: like to point out to parents is typically an author, they say it takes five to ten years to get the skills of writing and the publishing and start getting books out there to start earning money off of your books. And what I keep telling parents is kids can do that while they're in school. They can get those 10 years of learning and practice out of the way. And by the time they're 18 to 20, they've got several books, they're publishing, they know what to do and they hit the ground running. And I'm not saying every kid becomes a full-time author, making a million dollars a year, but just by the time they're eighteen to twenty, how many kids have a side business where they can earn money to on their own before they're even out of college
3: <laughs> yeah, and in the principal and the school and everyone, they were so kind enough, like principal actually helped to promote the book, like calling the local news company nice. and they interviewed him, and yeah, they, I uh, think
2: yeah, I did the interview in the school library in the morning when there's no library class there.
1: Perfect. Perfect. So did they like show it on the news? Did you get to watch yourself on the news?
2: Yeah. My mom took a video of it because it was like at 5 a.m.
1: Uh, of course. <laughs> what parent wouldn't do that? I've got to get up tomorrow morning and see the news. <laughs> That's awesome. So you've all, you've got it forever now. So do you have a website for your author stuff. No. If oh. you get a website, you can put the video on there.
3: Oh. <laughs> True fact. Okay, that's a good idea. Yeah, thank you. And also because one of the thing to publish on the Amazon that time was COVID actually. The whole idea was just to somehow to do the charity work and they were learning in the school also about community and giving back the community yeah so so that's the one thing we thought okay this will be a really good idea because in the social study they were learning about the community workers and those things so practically to teach the kid it's it was just a project but just and the project was i like we felt it was quite an impressive work he had done so let's just convert into the book if the covid was not there
2: how much time did it take you to publish?
3: couple days yeah a couple of weeks maybe i had to Uh, learn through it (laughs) yes (laughs) but so uh, if covid was not there maybe i don't know we could have just printed some copies and then hand it over to people but because of the covid we wanted to avoid meeting in person and then even we thought okay if somebody is not in town and they want to buy the copies we got this idea about the self-publishing so anybody who wants to like even the kids for kids, even if they are making any stories, they can even publish it. And then there are options like you don't have to even put just maybe minimum amount to sell the books or even the Kindle has. You can ask whoever has the Kindle. They can read it for free. Those kind of options are there in Amazon. We just thought, OK, we can at least have these things going on with the self-publishing because that was the best idea at that time.
1: Yeah. And I think it's a great idea regardless, because like I said, he's 10 in eight or so years, he's going to be out of school and he'll already have an idea of how to publish a book, how to write a book. And he could continue doing that. And with today's market, when COVID hit, so many people lost their jobs or out of work and they didn't know what to do.
2: still have my format of my first book. So yeah. oh, I yeah. can use that for my yeah, so book. Yeah, that, so
3: that is his plan, as he's telling. So he has that kind of a plan already. Like, he wants to make the series of the same thing. And then he nice. saved the format. So he wants to continue having the same format.
2: It's a comic style, so I have that kind of background. And the there's no real images of my thing. Because they're all, like, scary. I just... <laughs> Clip arts, because one time when I was searching for an image of an eye, I forgot to put the word clip art in there and then they're like staring at
1: me. Yeah, I can understand that. But hey, that gives you a lot of choices of eyes. <laughs> yeah
3: yeah so this is all about he figured it out okay i want to go with the all the clip art so he will search all the clip arts make comic style and i thought it's a great idea because that's what the kids like to see it not like a real things but as a form of clip art and then he got the idea like last two pages of the book correct he had yeah, uh, that's uh, he had put it as a kind of a game like if you read the to have the engage that's what he likes to do word search and all those things so he came up with the idea that once uh, all the kind of the book is read all the 11 facts out of the book then he has two activities for the kids what he likes to do it
2: I think I have a word search and crossword I think
3: so nice. based on the book itself, it will ask the questions and those things.
1: So it's an activity book all around, a very yeah. interactive.
3: Yeah. And, and, and also, when you said what's another plan, actually, he participated almost every year, like in the local WQLN, like PBS WQLN. They every, writer's contest. Yeah.
2: And nice. So, you just upload a book, and there's some criteria for words or something, so I always go over that criteria for the word count. I don't right. know I'm just asking like why don't why do they keep a maximum word count for some reason
1: keep everybody on the same even keel. So it's the playing field's even for everybody. So someone's not writing this gargantuan novel and then everybody has to read it. So they keep it a certain word count and everybody has to write within those restrictions. In different genres, they try and keep within a certain word count too for those. So how'd you do for the contest?
3: Yeah, so last year, like every this year, he did not win, but he I encourage him to, irrespective of the winning or losing, like I just encourage him to participate because I feel like kids has so much imagination than adults. What we have, and yeah, I made a a
2: comic for this year, I made this comic about
3: traffic rules. Oh, (laughs) nice, okay, and so. that's where Stephen like when you were asking him about the book like we asked the WQLN like whatever the story he has submitted so far because he's been participating since four five years actually every year he has participated so with respect to the age at least a small story he has created and I asked them like whether is there any restriction from their side if you want to publish that story as a book in his own handwriting. So whatever he has written in the handwritings and pictures, that will just go as a book, as a Kindle book or something like that. To read it for free, that's okay. At least it can reach out to more people or more right. kids read. And they say, yeah, they don't have any restrictions. So probably that's another plan, whatever those stories to come as a book.
1: Nice. Okay. As to mention. For the author table, author panel in September, you can go into your dashboard on Amazon and order author copies. And if you're selling it for $10, the author copy is going to be like $4. So you can order 10 of those, sell them at the table. And that's something the other authors are going to be doing too. Okay, thank you. you. And what are some of your favorite books that you like to read? There's this book, I
2: forgot the title, but it was this Book. You have to read the first couple of pages, and then this gives you a choice. Like I don't remember the title, but nine Clues. No, it wasn't nine Clues. So they give you an option. Like if you want to do this, or if you want to do this. If you want to do like option one, then you go to this
1: page. Like a two drone adventure book.
2: Yeah, and I've read it a couple times, doing it the different ways. Like there's all different ways figured out most of the ways to get to the it's always like this mystery and this oh yeah I remember it was case closed that was the title of the book okay
1: nice I used to love those when I was a kid all the choose your own adventure books
2: yeah so it was like mom and then the kids wanted to help with the detective and then the kids only solve it
1: of course, so,
2: like, <laughs> like if you choose the wrong path, then it would just give you like a page, and then it would say "case closed." That means you failed. Then right. you have to
1: go and then right. you go back. You just try a different path.
2: Yeah, because yeah. I always keep my finger in the page where I <laughs> reached it, so I don't have to find that page again.
1: And after you do it a couple times, the first couple pages, because it's all the background yeah. stuff, and it's okay. I don't need to read that again. I've read it five times. I <laughs> just jump to the first choice. What would you say to any parents or teachers or other kids out there if they said, why would I want to get a book that was written by an eight-year-old? What would you tell them?
2: I would say that's a book written by an eight-year-old. And I would say that it has like interesting facts and like that kind of thing. It, It has some activities at the end if the kids only want to if the kids want to do the activities like I don't think like younger kids could do the activities without reading the book first because it's like that kind of thing it's a tricky thing that goes along with every question in the book like true or false question in the book
1: nice Nice. that's good and that's good to have a good answer with why people would want to read your book because if you do any other you might have got asked something very similar for the news interview it's a very common thing so it's something to practice as you do more books and get out there so i do want to ask you a couple author writing questions you mentioned that you used an app called book creator i haven't heard of that one can you tell me about it so book creator its logo is
2: this rainbow square with the book inside and there's this pencil inside the book it's the book and the pencil is white so it's like when you go into book creator there's this someone has to give you an account it's uh, that like not an account but like a code it's and mainly with the people yeah uh-huh.
3: it's mainly from the i think from the school or educators i
2: yeah it's like mm-hmm. that like my teacher My class teacher has given me our class a code for book creator to just make some books in there that, like, most of the books in there, like, they can't be published. Jerry gets a home, like, that
3: kind of type thing. Um, Yes, mainly to, mainly for kids to encourage the kids to. I think the educators use that platform to show kids how to make the books and learning process for the kids in a fun way. And where they can create their own, Any they can, I think, scribble and draw their own thing. And even the find, the, they uh, find the pictures, which is like a copyright free pictures. So kids, they don't have to worry about whether to take it
2: from the book creator and then take some pictures from it. It's all good. So it's nice. creators, like if multiple people have access to that code and join that class, they can go in one book at the same time and edit in the same time.
1: Nice. Okay.
2: So slides. You can add as sl- how many slides. If you print it, it will be pages. So you can just add and do whatever you want on the slides. And nice take a picture of your own like self if you are doing something with your book then you can take a picture of your book
1: and then it allows you to export it in a format that you can upload to amazon or elsewhere
2: i think like you can download it i think
3: Yeah, you can download it. And then what I felt like I thought it will be easy and just upload it. But then I think I learned it. It had Amazon had several other formats and other things. So I went through the YouTube videos about how to learn and like how to publish it. Ended up being separating the pages and then going with the because amazon is very particular about the margin and those kind of things so then had to make sure that those things does not cut off from that so just resizing those things in that and i think amazon has the the formatted slides also available so we can just insert his work into that and then it was easier yeah Nice. Okay.
1: And you decided to write a book, but mom got the education in publishing. <laughs> That's good too. That, that might be something too at the author panel. You could help answer some questions about that because the idea of the author panel that in September is everybody that comes to our talk is going to be able to ask questions. I'm going to have some prepared questions to get things rolling and then we're going to open it to the audience and see what we go get. So who knows what what, answer, what questions we'll get.
3: And I think this is because right now the whole idea is not like a doing as a professional writer and those things. I think with the, what I, I felt during that like learning about the self-publishing was if it's for any professional writers I thought they are mainly writing and maybe the illustration and those things somebody else will be doing to help them look more professional but here it's just to promote his creativity again when I say like that WQLN story probably will be just putting it out there in his own handwriting so I'll be just
2: Publishing the comic I made in my Chromebook, then it
1: would be that same thing. And Amazon does have a comic creator publisher too. You'd probably have to search for it, but it allows you to publish comics through Amazon also.
3: Nice to know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Something to look for.
3: Yeah, that one thing right. This year he has created this comic. What he's what Avian was talking. That is something he did it in on his Chromebook. So that's something he came up with the idea that okay, I want to create a comic this year. I'm like, go ahead.
1: (laughs) Nice, awesome. I went through the same thing having gifted kids, and you're constantly trying to do things that challenge them, that they're interested in and their interests change sometimes and bop all over the place that you get to the point, yeah, just go do it. Don't, you know, you don't have to debate about it. Just go figure something out and do it and encourage them to just try things. My daughter must've tried 20 different things growing up, got interested in it, went for a while and changed to something else. So I think that's great that you're doing that. And especially because it's writing, because I think that's something that can benefit people throughout their whole lives so yeah and
3: the same thing like what we feel like me and my husband we always feel and we tell avian that because if you do something like then you learn something even like participating somewhere in the writing or even like when he created book there is nothing wrong or right when you don't do anything you don't have that thing but at the end of you start something, you get something new, you learn the process and there is some new creation is there. So always just try something new and that actually even keeps him busy and active and they like it.
1: Yes. Yes. I love that. And you play basketball and taekwondo and take piano. Mm-hmm. I think that's wonderful. I played piano when I was younger and I still play music. It lasts mm-hmm. through, throughout your life.
3: Yeah, that's so true. And it helps them, I feel, the music. It's a calm therapy also. And uh, Taekwondo, he's a second-degree black belt. So he's going t- towards his third degree right now.
1: Well, much better than me. I only made first-degree black belt in Kuksuwan. So you're higher than me. Yeah. So I won't mess with you when I see you. I, I wouldn't want the 10-year-old to to put <laughs> me on my butt. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, Monica and Avian, it's really been great talking to you guys. I'm so glad we got in touch with each other and so look forward to us meeting in a couple months. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah.
3: Mensa thing is in September. Uh, that's what we've been
1: yes. yes. And uh, this episode, it'll be a couple weeks. I've got a couple in the queue ahead of you, but as soon as it goes live, I'll send you links and everything and let you know all about where to listen to it.
3: Yeah. Thank you so much, Stefan, because we never knew about it. It was a pleasant surprise, like seeing your email because it's been two years and suddenly the email popped out and we were like, okay, is this really true? I went back to the chain of the emails, how you figured it out and reached out to us for the podcast. So it was a good experience for him.
1: Yeah. I think this is great. I'm really excited about the whole thing. And I- Really excited to get you guys involved with Mensa because I think you'll really love it and it'll be a good time. And that RG is a great one to go to. It's one of my favorites. All right, folks, I appreciate you taking some time in the evening. And Avian, you keep writing. I want to hear an update in September. Yeah,
3: we'll meet you in September
1: then. Yes. Hi, if you enjoyed this episode of Discovered Wordsmiths, please support the author go to their website, go to Amazon, look them up, get the book. And if you click on the link that I have in the show notes, you'll also help support the podcast so I can keep the hosting and all the software I use and uh, keep it running for more authors. When I am recording this, we've got over 100 episodes, lots of authors, go to the website, discoveredwordsmiths.com, check it out. There's a lot of great authors, probably in some genre that you love see what they have check out their books that's what the point of the podcast is for so people can discover new authors find some new books they love support the authors so they can continue writing so please support them and if you do like the podcast if you've been thinking of podcasting or you're a writer I've got some links also at the website click on those if you're interested in any of the software or services that I talk about everything that I have there